Yeah, you know, I'm proud of you, man. For uh, you know, I think he is a strong enough. And depending on what Larry Fitzgerald does, he is a steady enough. Like I said, like I said in a previous podcast, he is a quarterback that pretty much can play in any system. I know Michigan has had a layoff, uh, but they won the Big Ten. My my problem isn't is not the words that she said. I mean, I'm definitely going, they're going to be my choice for the national championship from the past that resembles anything of Jerry Richardson. Well, I, no, I agree with you. I, I, I mean, uh, like I said, I, I think he's one of the assets to the Hornets. I would hate to see him go. The defensive end out of Mississippi. Now, he's a little light. He, I believe he's around like 230. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mad Dog Mike and Chief Show Christmas edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merry yes, Christmas, sir. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa to everyone out there. And Mad Dog Mike, Santa has brought us a present for the Christmas edition of the Mad Dog Mike and Chief Show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Santa has been sweet to us, us man. Santa has been real sweet. He's bought in the plug. He's bought in the plug. So why don't you introduce yourself, Network King? Yes, sir. I can't wait to get started. It's going to be a great show today. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. We plugged in. We plugged Plugged in. in, (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Well, we've been away just for a little bit, but we're back now, man. We got a lot. We have a lot to talk about, man. A lot going on in the NFL, and we got to jump right to it, man, dog. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we got the the playoffs is right around the corner, man. Right Right around around the corner. corner. And you know uh, it's it's crucial times in the NFL right now, so we're going to get right into that. So let's uh, kind of get you know your guys' opinion. I'll, I'll let you guys. I'll let you start off a little bit, Chief. Uh, you know, uh, let's talk about the NFL. We got the playoffs, like I said, right around the corner. So uh, we'll start in the AFC. Definitely. You know, we got some uh, some games that you know are in the next week or two. That's going to determine. Uh, who who makes the playoffs? Who's in? Who's out? So, uh, you know, how do you see uh, things kind of uh, forming? Well, first, let me start off. I'm, I'm gonna just uh, give you a give a little snapshot of the AFC where the playoff picture stands right now. Okay. Um, we have the Chiefs as the number one seed, the Texans as the number two seed, uh, the Patriots as the number three seed, Steelers number four. Chargers number five and Ravens number six. So um, I see the AFC shaping up very interesting, man. Right now, um, you know, the the Chiefs, they've been strong pretty much all year. But, you know, their defense has been lax here and there. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of the, the, you know, correspondents, the talking heads don't really have a lot of confidence in their defense. Um, The Texans, I believe, they went on like a, uh, what is it, seven or eight? Win, uh, game win streak in the something middle like of the that, season, something like that. Yeah, they've so they they've been looking real strong. I mean, you can never count out the Patriots and the Chargers. Just beat the beat the Chiefs uh, a couple weeks ago on a Thursday yeah. night game. So even though they're the fifth seed, uh, I believe they're 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 ten and three 
Yeah, with the they, fifth seed they're, they're in the race for winning that division with the Chiefs. They are. They are. So, so uh, right now, I would have to say, I mean, I, you know, I, I still the, the Chiefs still they, they have uh, they have definitely earned the number one seed up to this point. So right now, I, I'm, I'm gonna say, you know, the, the three strongest teams I see right now, I would say the Chiefs, the Texans, and the Chargers. Okay. Okay. What about you, uh, Network King? What can you add to? The Mad Dog Mike and Chief show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with the Chief uh, so far with the uh, like the uh, Chargers though. The Chargers are more balanced, mm. I think, than mm. the Chiefs. Melvin Gordon's back. They got defense. Joey Bosa's back. Defensive end. We're gonna see what he's gonna do. And uh, Joey Bosa, baby. You can't. You can never. Uh, you can never take out Tom Brady and the Patriots, no matter what. Happens. Shh. Tom, Brady and <laughs> Tom Brady and Tom Brady. <laughs> Deflate King. Deflate King. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. just uh, lost uh, Josh Gordon. So, you know, uh, uh, I don't, I'm not too sure about the, the Patriots. You, you can't count them out. You but uh, can't count them out. I think you, you hit on it probably one of our first podcast chiefs where you said uh, you, you, this might be the year where the Patriots start to show that decline. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's playoffs is a different animal. So he could. You know, be Tom terrific again, but he just doesn't look himself. Well, uh, well, I think, and I don't forgive me for cutting you off. Yeah, um, but I, I think, I mean, I think the issue is if if he had top offensive talent around him that's outside of to. Rob Gronkowski, um, I, I think he wouldn't look as it, well them as an offensive unit. The Patriots. Uh, they they wouldn't look as bad as they look right now. I, I don't believe that the Patriots as a team uh, have done a, a good job of surrounding him with talent. You know, right. I would say three or four years ago, he was able to, you know, well, three, four, five years ago, he was still good enough. His, his talent level, Tom Brady I'm talking about, was good enough to actually, uh, you know, ride, make, make the talent around him better mm-hmm. uh, because he was so great as a quarterback. I still believe he's a good quarterback, but I mean he's forty years old. So I mean, Father Time is going to catch up with you. Eventually. I'm not necessarily saying that he's falling off like he's done. I'm not saying that, but he's not able to carry the offense like he used to be able to, or at least that's how, that's what I feel. Right? No, no, I, I agree. Um, but you know, it's just um, you know, like I said, they recently lost uh, Josh Gordon, uh, who uh, has been playing well since he's uh, signed with them. Uh, and, you know, Edelman's not looking the same. They got Chris Hogan, who's very limited. Rob Gronkowski looked like he's trying to just get through the finish line. You know, he, he's looking <laughs> tough. So, uh, you know, the Patriots, you know, you can't count them out, but I'm not going to count them uh, in to win a Super Bowl. I, I think that, that they're going to uh, be, especially if they don't get home field uh, over this uh, next uh, week or two, then uh, I, I, don't, I don't really see them uh, – you know, getting past or uh, into the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I do like the Network Kings pick uh, as far as the Chargers. I think they're a team to watch out for. I know that uh, you are a show-me guy, so they have to show, uh, you know, what they can do in the playoffs, which they haven't before. Uh, the same with the Chiefs. They they had issues before in the playoffs uh, under Alex Smith. Uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes has shown some holes uh, but, you know, um, I think those are the, the two favorites. Uh, the Steelers have some things going on um, and the Patriots have some things going on. I don't I can't tr- I, I don't I'm not going to put too much stock into the Houston Texans, I got um, even though they have 
uh, play had a, a, a very good streak uh, midseason, and uh, their quarterback uh, Deshaun Watson is looking great, and and uh, they got uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I just think uh, they they have some limitations as far as offensive wise. Uh, so my my two favorite teams are going to be, uh, you know, uh, the the two teams that you know haven't really done much in the playoffs these last couple of years in the AFC, and that's going to be the Chiefs and the Chargers. And I think if it comes down to it. <laughs> That's going to be a toss-up between those two. Uh, I think overall, uh, because of the Chargers' defense, I think the Chargers we could see the Chargers in the uh, in the Super Bowl this year. It's going to come down to either the Chargers or the Chiefs, and I think just uh, overall wise, the Chargers just have offensively and defensively their overall uh, stack team, and in in every position, in every position they have like two players at each position that could mm-hmm. uh, that could step up and, and and do something. So you know, if I were to uh, put anything as a favorite, I guess that we're kind of going to. Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, either Chargers or Chiefs, and if I had to pinpoint one team, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Right, I do like those picks, but uh, the one team I can say that's going to cause some damage in the playoffs in the AFC is the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Andrew oh, Luck yeah. and okay. T.Y. Hilton is going to be something to look for in the AFC playoffs. And, and that is let, let me let me backtrack a little bit. That is uh, one thing that I missed. Uh, the, the the two teams that are. Uh, at the moment, outside looking in, but right. still in the hunt, uh, are the Colts and the Titans. Colts now, and interestingly, Titans. they're they're both in the same division. They're in the same division with the Texans, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But um, as uh, as the plug is stated here, you know what I'm saying? They they the, the Colts have come on strong yes. lately, later in the season. Now, I will give the uh, I, I do want to say this. I kind of want to give uh, uh, being devil's advocate for the Chiefs. Um, you know, even though I've said earlier, you know, in our season, our podcast season, that they are a show me team because they don't really do anything in the playoffs. But they did take a big hit by the loss of Kareem Hunt. Right. So I think what's going on with them is right now they're in a transition trying to figure out how to retool their offense because, I mean, he was, what, a top five, top six running back in the league? Yes, sir. So to just take a type of offensive weapon off of your team like that in the middle of a season – I mean that you know that that's a, a big that's a big change. I mean that that you know you have to do a lot to try to switch things around. Uh, it, it and it definitely makes your your offense in the meantime while you're trying to figure out how to retool things less prolific than it was earlier in the season. And it's making them battle tested too. You know they're they're playing they they actually have a pretty hard tough schedule uh, throughout the year. And uh, with that uh, issue with uh, Kareem Hunt. You know, it's it's showing them that they can be battle tested. I think it's 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 not doing anything but making them uh, prepare for for the postseason. Oh no, no, I definitely agree with you. Uh, I guess just what I'm saying is right now because the game against the Chargers um, and even the game after that, that, you know, there was a walk back, a step back in how many points they were scoring. I mean, right. earlier in the season, I mean, they were dropping forty burgers and fifty burgers on people. Right. So while they're in transition, trying to figure out. To you know how to get their offense back to the way it was without that key cog, you know they're. I, I feel like right now that that's what they're trying to do, and they've taken a step back offensively, which is not which is a bad thing for them really because you know their defense isn't really that great. No, and that's that's what I think is going to be the issue when it comes down to it. Even though this is an offensive league nowadays, that's why I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers over them just because that defense uh, has some some. Uh, they can't stop anybody. You have to be able to, to at least. I think nowadays you don't have to have a great defense, 
But I think it, most importantly, you have to be able to stop someone on third down, and you have to have a, a, a good goal line defense. And what and they don't have either any of that. So definitely, definitely. Well, I, before we move off the AFC, I do want to kind of get both of your uh, opinions on the Steelers. They're kind of like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Um, I mean, I definitely don't trust them. They're kind of all, they've been kind of all over the place this whole season. So uh, starting off with the network king here. You know, so, so what's your opinion on the Steelers and the AFC? Well, the Steelers and Big Ben, they showed some improvement by finally getting over the hump by beating the Patriots right. at home. And that's the key. If they get the home plan at home, they can win. But uh, on the road this year, it looks like it's going to be the Chiefs with the number one seed or the Chargers with the number one seed. And uh, on the road, I don't think they got enough to do it. No, no, right, right. Um, I don't trust them. <sighs> I just it, it's you know it's 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 the Jekyll and Hyde. I think they need to get James Conner back. I think that's very important. Who did make the Pro Bowl uh, and starting Pro Bowl uh, uh, this this year, which is a, a great accomplishment for him with the whole Le'Veon Bell thing. Definitely, uh, definitely. and uh, I don't know about the the Steelers, man. They could surprise you. I'm not going to count them out, but. Uh, I just don't have a great feeling about them, man. They have all the they have all the talent in the world, but you know, I don't I don't know if I trust Big Ben. To be honest with you, I don't know if I trust Big Ben. Now you're talking about somebody on the the, the back nine of their career. Yeah. I really think Big Ben is. I mean, he's thrown a lot of interceptions in the last few games. Right. Um, I, I'm with you. They're they're kind of like I I feel like I, I know the network came through the Colts in as the wild card, but I kind of or the dark horse. But I kind of – and they're the dark horse outside of the current – the way the current AFC looks. But I would say for the teams that are, like, currently in the playoffs for the yeah. AFC, I would say the Steelers are the dark horse. Because, they could be. I mean, they can beat any team. They can. Or they can be beaten right. <laughs> at right. any time. So, because they, they beat the Patriots, but then the next week, who did, they, they lost, they lost <sighs> to uh, – they lost to the Raiders. Yeah, they lost, yeah, yeah. They lost to the yeah. Raiders. I mean, See, that's... I mean, how? I mean, that's like the Charlotte Hornets of the NFL. Like, <laughs> you know, like you, you beat a great team, and then next week you lay an egg. I mean, it's crazy. So, I mean, I, I would definitely uh, I label them as the dark horse of the teams that are currently in. But I, I definitely hear the Network King on the Colts as far as the dark horse that may be able to. Uh, you know, bully their way in the playoffs and make some noise once they get in there. Uh, I want to move to the NFC and the teams there, but just one last point on the AFC. I will say that that Chargers game against the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago, uh, number one, the Chargers were on the road, and then number two, they were able to beat the Chiefs uh, without their number one and number two running back. Uh, Melvin Gordon was not playing. Also, Austin Eckler. Uh, Justin Jackson was playing. Why would I know that? Because I had him on my fantasy team. And he balled out. He balled out. <laughs> Even though, you know, folks, I, I didn't make it to the championship game this year, but I did make it to the playoffs. So, you know, it's all good. But, no, Jackson did well. Um, so, I, that that was very impressive to be down to your third-string quarterback and go on the road and still win that game. So, that I mean, that does bode well. Um, third string running back yeah third string yeah definitely definitely so I just wanted to throw that point in but moving on to the NFC I just want to throw out the teams and the teams in contention and then I want uh, you know Mad Dog and the Network King to talk about uh, what they think about the NFC because my feelings are the NFC may be a little more wide open than the AFC is but uh, just to jump on the teams that are currently in we have the Saints at number one 
Uh, the Rams at the number two seed. The Bears, the number three seed. Uh, Cowboys, number four. The Seahawks, the fifth seed. Uh, the Vikings, the sixth seed. And the teams in contention right now, we have the Eagles uh, and the Redskins. So uh, we'll start off with Mad Dog this time. Mad Dog, what, what's what's your feelings on the, the NFC playoff picture? Uh, well, in the beginning of the season, before the season ever started, uh, I had the uh, I had the Rams in the uh, the conference finals against the Eagles. Now, obviously, <laughs> that's going to change uh, depending on uh, first of all, depending on uh, how the Eagles do, uh, and most importantly, this week. And um, the Rams have taken a, are on a backslide. Um, you know, uh, the Rams started off the season very on fire. Um, but golf is probably has one of the third worst quarterback ratings in the past uh, several weeks, past three weeks or so. Uh, and, you know, it just seems like there's something going on Their Their defense is not as good as, uh, as everyone thought they would be. Uh, uh, you know, I think the to leave injury early in the season has hurt them and he's back now, but there's still some issues. Uh, Sue is not playing, uh, you know, I, my whole feeling on the Sue deal was, you know, I don't think he was all that. He's not the player that he used to be. That he used to be. Yeah. Right. So he's just kind of just basically just getting in the way. Uh, so I'm going to uh, step step back from my early season prediction. Oh, I'm going to okay. jump off of that bag, bandwagon. Uh, you know, uh, I'm liking, you know, I'm really liking the Saints, obviously. They're they're looking really good. They, they've had a couple. Uh, they haven't been uh, as well offensively. Um, as they have been uh, the last couple of weeks, as they've been throughout the season, um, but they're still looking good. I don't. I think some people may be overreacting because you know, uh, ever since that, uh, uh, who they lose to, that wasn't that good uh, recently. Well, well, they lost to the Cowboys, and then right. uh, they struggled they offensively the, the last Bucks. The, the Bucks and and, and the, the Panthers and, and the, the Panthers, Panthers right offensively. So, right. Right. You know, it's been kind of three weeks in a row, and we'll get to the Saints in a moment, but it has been about three weeks in a row that offensively they've kind of struggled a little bit. Right, but let me give you a couple stats. I, I think that's all overreaction. I think some people are, are starting to catch up uh, to their scheme, but I think uh, once the playoff uh, uh, gets here, hopefully uh, they can start showing uh, that they're, they're, uh, they're the team to beat. Uh, but you know you, they still have many uh, a lot of weapons. They got Alvin Kamara, who's you know he's a dual threat in the league. You know he has a, a fourteen hundred over fourteen hundred yards combined yards and sixteen touchdowns. So you can never uh, count him out. You got Mark Ingram, who's averaging four point six uh, yards uh, per carry. You still got uh, the NFL leading league uh, uh, league leader in receptions uh, in Michael Thomas. Uh, but I think that um, I think that they do need a number two receiver. Uh, you know, obviously they went after Des Bryant; and that didn't work. So I think that did kind of it is going to it is showing a little bit. Um, you know, so they're still trying to figure out who is that that second guy. I know they got the the rookie Smith. Yeah. Uh, is so Daquan Smith. Or something yeah, like something like that. So, but you still got Breezy. Anytime Breezy's behind the helm. Not breezy, not breezy. <laughs> Easy breezy, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, anytime you got him behind, you know, and as long as if they can win out or get that number one seed, that's going to be the most important if they can uh, get home field throughout the playoffs because they, uh, they've they since week one, they haven't lost at home. 
So I think that's going to be the key for them. So they're, they're going to be my favorite. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some dark horses in there. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm going to I'm going to roll with the Saints. OK, OK, I got you up. Networking. What 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 do you what do you think you 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 plugged in all over the world, especially on the West Coast. So you know what 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 kind of thoughts do you have on the NFC playoffs? Well, Mad Mad Dog Mike, not so fast. This Uh-oh, might this no, might he shock. Gave him the not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> the not so fast. <laughs> the team I like in the NFC for the playoff run is the Chicago Bears. Oh, okay. okay. Defense Ooh. wins championships. Khalil Mack <laughs> has been doing his thing. Even with uh, Mitch Trubisky, just uh, not making mistakes, not turning over the ball, the backup Chase Daniels comes in. They still are scoring like at least twenty points, thirty points a game, and uh, they beat the best. And like defense wins championships, they can do it. And uh, the dark horse I got for the NFC is my Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. If we can make the playoffs, I think we're gonna cause damage in the NFC. Nick Foles is in. The team has confidence in Nick Foles. He was the MVP of the Super Bowl last year. We just need the uh, a little uh, miracle with the uh, Cowboys getting eliminated. <laughs> well, you know what? The, I, I, listen, dealing with the Cowboys, I, I that that wouldn't be a miracle. That, that wouldn't even be surprising to me. But <laughs> but no, I like that the the Bears. Eh, I mean, yeah, if if, if their defense definitely. Uh, we know we talked a lot about trusting the AFC. I definitely don't trust their quarterback. Uh, you right. know, Trubisky have to show me something in the playoff. I mean, so you, he's been he's been kind of iffy even in, in the, in the on, regular season. I don't mean to cut you off, but I got to get at him, man. I know you're the guest, but so you tell me Trubisky okay. can go into the Saints, and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and, and beat them boys? Is in that what NFC, you're saying? I'm saying in the NFC, the Chicago Bears are the best defense, and they're the team I trust that can win on the road. In the NFC, uh, you only need average quarterback play. Turnovers wins the games. We'll Jared see. Goff. I, I, I may have. I have. A I dip, we'll, I we'll see. With that. We'll see. Defense with and that. quarterback play. Defense. You, it's not a defensive league no more. It's not a defensive Jared league. Jared Goff no is not going to be able to take the Rams all the way. We're Drew, not talking about no. Jared Goff. Drew Brees can. Right. Well, but the Saints defense or the uh, Chicago Bears defense, I think, can overcome that. The, the Bears' defense is legit. It is legit. And I, I'm, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring here. We'll, but we'll start with the Eagles. I, you know, there, there was a midseason swoon with the Eagles, but they have started to play better. I mean, uh, you know, Nick Foles stepped in and did a great job, and they beat the Rams. I mean, you know, so I definitely got to give them respect on that. Um, th- this is my overarching thing for the NFC. There's a lot of weak quarterbacks in the NFC playoffs. Uh, let's go. I don't have any trust in golf. Let's start with golf. I don't. I don't. He hasn't shown me anything. Uh, the, the Falcons went out there last year. They had the home. They had home field advantage. Right. Falcons went out there and beat them in L.A. last year. Uh, I. I mean, Trubisky couldn't even win the the. Uh, what is it? The uh, the Coastal Division of of the ACC. Oh, so, he's yeah. Back. He's oh, back. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We in North Carolina. Let's do it now. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, Trubisky couldn't even win the Coastal Division of the ACC. So, I mean, he's definitely got to show me something. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Dan and Yogurt Boy, uh, uh, Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any trust in him either. Um, uh, you know, and then uh, uh, you like that. You uh, like that. Kirk, you like you like that? Kirk Cousins <laughs> with the Vikings. Um he, he loses every big game. I mean, he can't even win a Monday night game, much less a playoff wow. game. Wow. So I mean, yeah, it's a lot of weak quarterbacks um in, in the NFC. Um 
I think, like I said, the theme is weak quarterbacks and strong defenses. Right. Um, uh, the Cowboys have a strong defense. The Bears have a strong defense. The Seahawks have a strong defense. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go Saints one, Seahawks two. Because I mean, Seahawks, yeah, right. I mean, because Russell Wilson has done it. Like he's done it. He's beat teams when there was, you know, most people thought there was no chance for him to win. He's won a Super Bowl. Like all these other cats, like they have to show me something. I I, I go off of of, of past, uh, you know, of, of you know, you can only go off of what you've seen. And I haven't seen anything from golf in the playoffs. Definitely haven't seen anything from Trubisky. And Cousins, I mean, doesn't show me anything. Now, you have your Eagles out there on the outside looking in. I mean, we all know what Nick Foles has done. I mean, that just depends on whether they get in or not. They're not in right now. But, I mean, if they get in, I mean, they can definitely make some noise. I I definitely give the Eagles uh, a shake on that. But for the teams that are in there – I mean, like the Ram. I mean, in the Rams, it, it, it seems like, and we we see this all the time, especially in the NFL. Um, you'll have a team peak early, and then as it comes to the playoffs, they're on the downside of their peak. It, yeah. it seems like that might be the Rams situation, and I don't know if golf is good enough to kind of just will them to a win. Um, as far as and, and we're going to get to the Saints in a second, but I mean, if the Saints are at home, they're going to be tough to beat. I mean, I feel like they have some offensive deficiencies. Yes. Um, but if they're at home, they're going to be tough to beat, especially if you have a quarterback in the offense that's not going to be able to score with them. Now they've gone on the road and had some issues. Like they played Carolina on the road, they played Dallas on the road, had some issues. But when they're at home, that's a no. different. That's a different exactly. situation. They're playing in the dome. It's like a track meet there. And not to so, cut you off for no, a second. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I got. Uh, I like your pick with the Seattle Seahawks. But the problem with the Seattle Seahawks, I see, is the home field advantage. Playing at home, I think they can beat anybody. But on the road, they just lost to the 49ers. And now, when you go into uh, that loud z- dome in New Orleans and who that nation, it's a problem. Well, yeah, with the Seahawks, you know, I, I'm, I'm back and forth with the Seahawks. I think if they if they make the playoffs, because it's still a big if, if they make the playoffs, yeah. they're going to make some noise. But to for them to be able to clinch a playoff berth, first, there's a couple of things. The first, they have to – they got to win this week against the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs, Okay. Chiefs is a tough, uh, a tough team, and they need the Redskins to lose, which has already happened, right? Uh, they also need uh, either a tie or a loss with the Vikings, uh, and they also need. Uh, so yeah, so they need, uh, a, a, and they also need the Eagles to lose. So there's a couple things that it needs for them to happen to even get into the playoffs. I feel if they get into the playoffs, they're going to make some noise, but I'm going back and forth if they're even going to make the playoffs. Well, well, no, I I understand that, but I'm just going off of the standings that we have right now. So right now they're the fifth seed, right? which means that they would play um, the Rams, correct? Correct. They would play the Rams. An interdivision team. Now, uh, granted, they did lose to the 49ers. I mean, that was a bit of a bad loss, but again – the playoffs are a different situation, you know, right. and Russell Wilson has been there before. And I mean, and he's won Super Bowls with like less than adequate wide receivers, which he has this year. Right. So, I mean, again, I, I'm the type of guy 
I just go off of what I've seen from people previously. And I haven't seen anything. I'm not ready to just jump out there and say Rams, Bears, definitely not the Cowboys because the Cowboys are, you know, they've been 500 for like 20 years. They might not even, I mean, they, they're they looking pretty good right now, but I mean, the Cowboys are good to miss the playoffs from even being the number four seed right now. So, and I know that's what you're looking for, Network K. You know, we, we'll see about them, but I really don't have any trust in them. So I, I would say right now, my pick right now from the NFC, um, it, it, it would be the Saints, but I'm going to say the close, uh, you know, I'm going to go, the, the team I'll go out there on the limb with is the Seahawks. I'll okay. say a close second for them. The only reason why I have the Seahawks as a close second, and I, I'm kind of, I won't say on the fence, but I, I'm saying the Saints, but I'm not like, I don't have a whole hundred percent trust in the Saints is just because of their, uh, you know, their offensive struggles the last few weeks. Now, I do realize they were on the road, and then I know in Carolina, you know, they were playing on the outside. They weren't in a dome. Now, in Dallas, they were, but, you know, Dallas has a, a pretty good defense. But my my main thing and moving on here to um, – I, I want to find out from you all whether or not you think uh, the Saints is are going to be the uh, Super Bowl representative from the NFC – I think so right now, but I'm not 100% on that. And the reason for that is because, granted, Mad Dog, you mentioned Michael Thomas, who was their number one receiver, but he's not a speed guy. He's more of like an intermediate possession type guy. And right now they're missing a speed guy that can blow the top off of an offense, I think. So defenses are crowding the line of, crowding the line of scrimmage and uh, giving them trouble I know. I think Ted Ginn is supposed to come back. They they that put would, him. That would, they need that. Yeah, they they would. They, oh, they, they put that. him on the uh, the IR, in which you can bring the player back. Now, if he comes back and he's healthy, you know, and he's not dropping every third ball, right? Then I, I think you know they're definitely going to be the team to beat. But it just depends on if they can find another option. I think receiver wise, uh, other than Michael Thomas, even if it's not Ted Ginn, if they can get someone else to step up. Uh, and 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 take some of the uh, attention off of Michael Thomas. I, I don't know who who that person would be. <laughs> I really don't know. Who that <laughs> well, I'm, person I'm would just be. saying. I mean that. I mean that. I think. I mean me. I think that's their main issue. Is yeah. that you know right now you can kind of load up on Michael Thomas because you know, and I know Ted again hasn't been playing, but there's really no one else that has stepped up to like you said take that number two role and out and and furthermore outside of the number two role a speed guy that can open the field up so that everything is not crunched into a 20, 25 yard, you know, area. Right. You're right. Well, like you said, that's, that's their issue. That's their, their only issue. I feel on offense is they're unable to throw the ball down the field. Uh, so um, that could be a limitation for them in the playoffs, but you know, that's why I think that home field advantage is going to play a big part. Cause like, you, like I said before, uh, they haven't, except for Week One against the the Buccaneers, they haven't won a uh, they haven't lost a home game. So if they can get that number one throughout the playoffs, I don't see anyone beating them. Now, if there's some way, some shape, somehow that they don't get it throughout the playoffs and they end up playing on the road, then they're going to be in trouble. So if they can somehow, uh, you know, hinder that weakness of throwing the ball downfield, which I don't see anybody except for Ted Ginn who who can do that. That shows a weakness, but as long as they're at home, I think that they can uh, overcome that with that home field uh, uh, crowd. 
I'm still rolling with Chicago Bears. Of course. I think <laughs> they're the team to beat in the NFC with the defense. The defense is going to take the pressure off Trubisky. He's not going to have to do what you achieve what you need, like what you think he needs to achieve. Because the defense is going to create the turnovers. They got good running back player, Tariq Cohen, who's a monster. I, I hear you, Network King. I hear you, but I mean, I, you putting a whole lot of trust in Trubisky, man. You get down there in that dome playing against the Saints and right. that loud offensive line can't hear the snap count. It's going to be his first time being in that type of uh, environment. I'm not worried about the defense. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, I think they may be able to create a couple of turnovers, but how many picks is Trubisky going to throw? You know, that's, I mean. <sighs> I, I, you know, he's the weak link. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's playing well. He played, he played, he's played well, but yeah, but it's a regular season. I mean, we all know, like, the regular season and and the the playoffs are two totally different things. Yeah, you do remember a guy called uh, Trent Dilfer. Uh, he wasn't the best quarterback. Yeah, get him out of here. Get him (laughs) out of here. (laughs) Defense. Wins championships. Oh, Mad Dog. I think it's a different league, though. It's a different league, though. Listen, Mad Dog. It's a different league. I think the network king just turned into your guest. (laughs) (laughs) That's your guest, bro. (laughs) Oh, man. He well, said Trent Dilfer. So I guess I guess I, next you want to talk about Brad Johnson too. I, I guess we should wrap up this segment on that note, man. We should definitely wrap up. And, this segment and let's on wrap that it up note. like this. I just want to throw this out there to you guys. And and I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that you have to be stuck to this right now. But as everything stands now, we've gone over the AFC, we've gone over the NSC. So out of these 16, well, I'll give you the eight teams, even the, the Colts and the Titans and the Eagles and the Redskins as well. Out of these 16 teams, at, at this moment, right right around Christmas time, what's your Super Bowl pick? Who, who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go with the Saints and the NFC. Ah, dang, man. And look, I, I, no, listen, 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 listen. Like I said, I, I'm not saying you got to be stuck to this. I'm just saying right now. Right just, now. Right now. Yeah, right now. What do you think? I'm going to say the Chiefs, man. I'm going to say the Chiefs and the Saints, man. Okay. I'm going to say the Chiefs and the Saints and then uh, – and then uh, the the Chiefs going going uh, take it back, take it home. That's okay. Where I'm going okay. With. So you so you going? Uh, and again, you're 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 welcome to change this later on. I, I may I may change. I may change at least the AFC side. I'm gonna okay. stay with the uh, the Saints because okay. okay. you know. But on the uh, AFC side, it yeah. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs for uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs for now. Okay. For right now. Okay. Okay. Networking. What you got? I guess I you got I'm, the I guess you got the Bears. I'm rolling with the Chicago Bears <laughs> versus the LA Superchargers. Yeah, I can see okay. the Chargers, man. Okay. I can see the Chargers. That's okay. what I like. Okay. All right. Well, well, I'm a I'm you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna step outside the box a little bit, you know, just to be a, not necessarily a contrarian, but I'm gonna step outside. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna be again, as the playoffs stand right now, I'm gonna say it's gonna be an all wild card Super Bowl. Ooh. I'm gonna go Seahawks Chargers. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna go Seahawks Chargers right now. Um, you know, um, and you know that's that could change if Ted Ginn comes back. I'm changing that. Well, <laughs> no, let me let me say let me say this: if Ted Ginn comes back and he's healthy and like you know he's not hobbling, he's not like eighty percent or seventy five percent. I'm changing that. But uh, right, yeah, I'm just gonna step out the box. You know, we're having a little fun with it. Uh, Seahawks Chargers. So, um, like again. No, no one's gonna hold anyone here to those picks. I just kind of wanted to see 
where your mind was, gentlemen, you know what I'm saying, as far as your Super Bowl picks. But it's, it's been a weird year in the NFL. It really has. Man. It really has. Anybody can be anybody, for real, for real. Basically. Basically. <laughs> definitely. So, so it should, moving forward, uh, once the playoffs start, it should be uh, very interesting to see how things play out. Um, uh, the network came, well, he came in and made a splash with the Bears. The Bears, man. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky, pride of the North Carolina Tar Heels. <laughs> wow. I hear you, network came. He, he said he coming in for real. He coming in, he ain't playing no games. <laughs> so, hey, defense. man. It, it, so, it, it's definitely, a, a defense rules the day, right? Defense rules the day. I hear Turnover's going to be the key. I got you. I got you. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, podcast land, that is our summation right now of the uh, NFC and AFC playoff picture is going to be, uh, man, it, like you said, man, dog, it's going to be crazy coming down the road here. Oh, yeah. Uh, when, I mean, right, not even right now, before the playoffs start, and definitely once the playoffs start, like you said, anyone can be anyone. And I, I think that makes it the most interesting, you know, that, that, that makes the most interesting uh, playoff scenarios and, and, and playoff time period. Uh, for the NFL. So it's going to be interesting to see. We're going to come back at you. You know, we're going to be talking about all of these games and everything that everything that uh, happens in between now and the Super Bowl. But for now, we are going to leave you uh, with those NFL picks. And, Mad Dog, what do you have to say to the people? Well, uh, first I want to say, uh, you know, uh, we appreciate the, the Network King. Even yeah. though you know his picks, <laughs> and <laughs> what do you know? What if laughing. what if the Bears end up? <laughs> Man, we'll we'll both, we'll have a big plate of crow right here. We got it, but but I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really too worried. About it. <laughs> right, right. Nah, nah. I mean, it's a bold it's a bold pick. It but is. It is. I respect it. I respect it. So definitely, you, definitely. You know what I'm saying? You know, we we appreciate uh, you coming out and, and, and checking us out on All the right. show, uh, giving your presence, and uh, you know, we appreciate you uh, for uh, you know. What you're doing with the plug, you know, the plug also sponsors our really bro segment. De yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, so uh, you know, big shout outs is the plug here. And uh, do you got anything else to uh, say to the fans before we sign off? Uh just check out the plug's website, www.plugsport.com. And our slogan is we stay connected. <laughs> we stay go. connected. There you go. And this the is plug. this is Mad Dog Mike signing off. And I got two things for you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, dog. How you man, gonna I be set forgetting it up my slogans, then, man. How you gonna set it up and then forget? You just set it up. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> oh, oh, no, <laughs> no uh, you know, uh, sports is another perception of life's reality. And if you're gonna be a dog, be a nasty dog. LA, LA. <laughs> <laughs> man, dog, I think what it is, man. I mean, you know, your you, your your setup, man. What, what you leave the people is so thought provoking and deep, man. You just like yeah. it just slips sometimes. Man. I got a I got a real deep one. That it, it's and, all fun. And then you got to end it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't be that deep, man. You know, I, I just keep it simple, man. I tell the people, man. Like my man, uh, Two Chains says, if you woke up this morning, you winning. We out. Peace.